Here we are again. I think I was actually wearing this sweatshirt when I made my first video. Oh my god, yeah, I was wearing this sweatshirt and those Life Rips shorts the whole... God, man. I was really trying to put on a I'm in control of my life type feel, wasn't I? Before <laughs> um, we get into this first episode, which was so much fun, and yeah, you're seeing a little behind the scenes, no setup here. I just had to record this before um, I post this video because... You know, it was fun, and Clark wanted to make sure that everybody knows, you know, this first episode's a lot about basketball, but it's going to be about a lot more than that. Um, bits, gags, games here and there. Gags. Okay. Sorry. Bad joke. Bad joke incoming that I stayed away from. You know, before I can fully be myself on camera, I have to be myself to myself. Now, that makes no sense. But if you happen to get, for the six of you who get to the last 20 minutes of this uh, episode, and I'm going to try to make this quick, I promise. For those of you who get to the end, I kind of go off um, about how I'm broken. And I basically give a couple examples of <laughs> how fucked my thinking is. And I'm actively trying to unlearn things. And I tell the story about us being at a friend's house and we were debating her and her brother. And, and it was uh, a situation and a debate and an argument that I would um, normally get mad about. And I would just keep trying to hone my point in, right? And it was the first time where, like, I heard the other point and I, like, literally got, like, excited. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually taking in this other perspective and, and listening and learning. Like... I'm changing. I am. And, but at the end of this episode, I kind of go off the rails a little bit. And I just wanted to thank Clark for sitting here and taking it because I know it was probably a lot. There's even one part where I talk about how I think I'm not going to have a family one day. And he literally goes like, uh, <laughs> so, um, shout out for Clark for uh, sitting through that with me. I basically just, I feel like I had to get it out and get out that I'm a mess guys. And I'm going to get through all the shit that I'm going through, through unlearning the way that I've, um, have been taught. And that starts with realizing the earth is not flat. Um, and again, bad joke that six people just laughed at. So shout out to you guys. Basically I'm sitting here and I still don't even know. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge that it's a shit show at the end, but I'm happy it's a shit show. I said this thing's going to be a disaster probably, but I'm excited for it to be a disaster. I'm excited to literally put, put my chips all in and given my history of gambling, I should probably not go all in, but I'm going to push my chips all into this, whatever the f hell this is, man. Um, what I'm trying to do. I think I've grown already, but this like fear of failure is just out the window. Like I'm, I'm ready to fail. And maybe this is a failure. Maybe like everything is, but I'm ready to fail so that I can learn, um, so that I can grow. So, I just want to get that out of the way. I don't really know why I felt like I had to do this little intro. Um, I was just editing it and I was going to take it all out, but I'm like, no, dude, just leave it in. Just leave it in. So um, shout out to everyone who watched the trailer, who who shared it, who sent a message. Like um, that was really cool. And uh, we got a lot of ideas cooking. So uh, be patient. Bear with us. This is a heavy basketball episode, but um, like Clark says, it's going to be all over the place. And like I said, it will be a disaster. So with that being said, as I sat here and said, welcome to cover two, seven months ago, welcome to feelings, no facts. Peace, y'all. Also, bear with me.
That was a perfect example of today. Bear with me. The lighting, I fucked up the lighting on me. I even fucked up a little bit of the lighting on Clark. We are, it is a work in progress. I just wanted to, again, give a quick shout out to my roommates. Um, Bethany and Mikey, as I say later on, like a perfect example of what I should be striving to have one day. <laughs> and they're my age. And, and I said that I have two amazing roommates later on. I have three, man. Like, I have another roommate, Brayden, who's such a light in like everybody's eyes and he's already so successful <laughs> at 21 it's actually more depressing i live with three unbelievably successful people um so shout out to him um i wanted to get that in there um shout out to them they really are um a light in my life that keeps me going so okay now really feelings no facts incoming peace don't need time for time waiting on nobody three five i'm rolling and get my lungs right it seems like the gunfights fun life ain't no love light all these wanna right how my z died thought real never died got to sleep tight cause people ain't waking up now i know my fishing for about 10 hours and we fucked up already yeah woohoo Woo yeah what'd we do I just didn't start the Zoom recording, so the Zoom didn't get any of that audio, just on the main camera. So, you were fishing yesterday. Do we have to redo everything? No, we still have it on there. Okay. They so just missed me saying that, the audio part dismissed me saying that I'm depressed and don't like church because people are happy. <laughs> Maybe it's a me problem, but like the church vibe, it's just like, everyone's all happy <laughs> 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 uh oh okay all right yeah i was that was definitely not at church i was uh out on the water the whole time who could who who said i wasn't at church huh that was a church church of fish yeah did you catch anything uh, I did. I caught a couple. Water's still really, really cold. So explain to me again that cold water is not... Don't you want cold water? Once it gets to a certain level, like once the water's at like 50 degrees, then you can catch them. Like fish are active. But when they're under... When it's about like where it was yesterday, like 44 degrees, fish are really lethargic. Fish are kind of slow, not, not wanting to chase after anything so is it is there certain like is it like a this fish are you're more likely to catch this month and this fish more so this month yeah for sure like like all throughout winter you can catch walleye and do you keep fish i don't uh well except for pike i guess but that's because i hate pike and they taste good but like bass i've never caught a bass and you kept say you it. hate pike mm -hmm. are they the why? Because they just kill a shit ton of fish, mm. and there, there's plenty of them. So and what, they taste really good. What was this? You have a story to tell me about your boat oh my breaking God. down or almost no. breaking down or no breaking down. Boat boat's fucking pristine. Worked as worked as it should, but um, I'm new to this. I've only launched a boat three or four times, so. There's a drain plug in the back of a boat that you have to take in and out every single time. I obviously took it out last time I went out and then I definitely didn't put it back in. So there's a gaping hole in the back of my boat and I launched my boat, tied up some rods, 
uh took my truck back up parked it it was on the phone for like 10 minutes with my buddy like oh this is the water temp you should come out here blah 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 and like mid call i'm like i didn't do something i know that i forgot something i'm like oh shit my drain plug hung up the phone ran down there there's like i like open up the back compartment of my boat there's like a foot and a half of water in there there's like water starting to come up to like where my feet come in the boat so like there's at least like two feet of water in the bottom of my boat <laughs> and i i turn my bilge pump on it's just a pump that pumps water out of the bottom of your boat if you get water in your boat like that and uh run back up to the truck put it in reverse go i'm going like 20 miles an hour down the boat ramp in reverse and get my trailer in there get my boat up on there there was so much water in my boat dude i'm never gonna forget to do that now though i think i might get a little drain plug tattooed right here so i get it in my boat and i'm like oh fuck that would be interesting so you I just like you just had to no i just turned my bilge pump on and it just all and flows then, out yeah and obviously the drain plugs still out so it's just pumping water out of there the whole time that's hilarious for like 20 minutes well clark was out on his boat yesterday <clears throat> and we'll hold him accountable for that in a moment in a moment but i think what we're gonna what i'm gonna try to do um i'm doing a lot more writing now and i'm trying to work on my voice i'm trying to work on speaking i'm trying to work on monologues so i think i'm gonna write out something before every week I'm just going to go, even right now, yesterday I had to perform these two stand-ups in front of my camera, and I hate, I don't hate, there's something about the, when when a reporter is at a game or something, and like they're reporting on, I don't know, like, do you ever like see like a news person that, I'm outside, I'm here outside US Central Bank Stadium where the New Orleans Saints are going to be taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. And you're like, <laughs> what? Giannis is QB? <laughs> but, and like, it's just like fake. Yeah. Like the ones that sound, yeah, some sound really good and like sound excited and genuinely excited about the Houston Astros bullpen. But this, this is also might be a you not being happy problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're just the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, those people who it? like their jobs are just fucking, they, they suck. <laughs> no, but. Um, no, I just, I, I hate having to do these stand up things like holding a mic about and like faking it. Yeah. When I listen to whether it be Ryan Rosillo or Bill Simmons and they do these monologues, they're doing it about shit that they really like. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when I write to that, I'm writing to my voice more, which is something they talk about a lot. And I'm not writing these short choppy sentences that are the broadcast writing way that you're supposed to, because if I'm on TV and you're listening to me. You just want to hear quick, short sentences that like gets the point out. You don't want to hear me talk for 20 seconds Michael about Bisping. one little thing. Michael Bisping. Yes, exactly. You want to hear um, John Annex like, he's got him against the cage. Like You yeah. just want the short stuff. So what did I want to write about today? We have a 7-2 matchup in the Eastern Conference that might be Eastern Conference Finals level matchup. Now, do I think either of these teams are a lock to come out of the East if they win the series? And I'm talking about the Celtics and Nets. No. What I do think is that we are in for what might be one of the best first round series that we've watched in a long time. 
So I was thinking about the Nets because the Nets are a seven seed, but we don't see them as a seven seed. No, it's real, realistically, it's a two and a three. It's a two and a three. It's maybe a one and a two. If you're going back, yeah. I mean, if you're going back to the beginning of the season, the Nets were the odds on favorite to come out of the East. So I thought it, we should go back a little bit and look at previous seven seeds to see like how much of an outlier they actually are. So I did some digging last year at the Celtics, Jalen Brown injury, a bunch of dysfunction with Brad Stevens. 500 36 and 36 now this is a 72 game season rather than 82 because they had to shorten it because of covid but 36 and 36 they lost to the nets in five games not even a close series the lakers were 42 and 30 the, this is actually in this list the only one that kind of is on this nets level because yeah. when we went into the playoffs last year the lakers had to deal with an 80 injury and a that put them in a seven seed but we all knew like okay if they are like healthy with 80 and braun they're yeah. not a seven seed yeah if anything we were like this sucks for the suns they have their first amazing regular season and they get rewarded with the fucking lakers yeah it, again didn't end up mattering but that laker team is probably pretty close to this nets team let's keep going the karis lavert led nets of 2020 were 35 and 37 and got swept by the raptors also that same year the luca mavs <laughs> the uh, luca led mavericks this is second year luca in the bubble they were 43 and 32 lost to the clippers in six games <laughs> all right now doesn't like my monologue i guess we're just gonna roll with it he hits a game winner in that series hey you might you know sportscasters they gotta deal with distractions yeah, so i gotta fucking power through let's go the 2019 magic don't need to say anything else. 42 and 40, lost to the Raptors in five. And the DeMar-led Spurs, DeMar's first season in San Antonio, kind of the rejuvenation of DeMar. Nala, we're not going to be doing this. Shh. Nala. And we're back. So the DeMar-led Spurs lost to the Nuggets in seven games. So far, we don't think any of these teams are title yeah. contenders. You go one more back. The Kawhi Spurs, the Kawhi's last year in San Antonio. That team, actually, that was an interesting series, if you remember, because they were playing the Warriors, and they were up like 20, 24 in game one in Golden State. And then that was when Zaza, Zaza Pachulia did, like, stuck it, landed in Kawhi's oh, landing zone and yeah. hurt his ankle, and they ended up losing in five. And then that was actually the Kawhi drama that led to him leaving, all based mm -hmm. off that injury, because he yeah. missed basically the entire next season. So that team actually maybe could have done something, but regardless, lose to the Warriors in five. The Bucks that year, Giannis, kind of his second popping year. They lose to the Celtics in the first round in seven games. We still didn't expect anything from that team. That was like the Malcolm Brogdon, early Chris Middleton, pre-Drew Holiday days. Before that, Mike Conley Grizzlies, 43 and 39. Lose to the Spurs in six games. A Pacers team led by Paul George. That was 42 and 40 his last year in Indiana, swept by the Kyrie and LeBron Cavs. Year before that, the Grizz and Pacers again both swept. Actually, the Pacers lost to the Raptors in seven. Before that, 50 and 32 Mavs lose to the Rockets in five. And the Celtics, 40 and 42, swept by the Cavs. That was that Isaiah Thomas Celtics team. Basically, this Nets team is different because when you're watching one single game, you never think they can't win. Yeah. Kevin Durant, KD didn't even play well yesterday. He was, I think, nine of 23 or something. I saw something on like the whole espn broadcast about it that was like so this is at the nets best play and the celtics best play no it was not katie didn't have his normal 
38 40 points yeah no like, no definitely not especially in the first best. quarter he had like five or six turnovers alone in the first quarter yeah i'm it was saying a that, real struggle. that game goes differently when both teams are at their best for sure <clears throat> now Kyrie did kind of make up for it 39 mm-hmm. points 12 of 20 shooting six of 10 from three the whole yeah. his fourth quarter did you get a chance to rewatch that fourth quarter i did it was insane insane the back and forth between him and the fans were just great and he fl- he's flipping off the guy such a cocksucker that guy behind him dude just some 65 70 year old white guy just like yelling at like dude why are you yelling at a fucking people were doing that while he was going like into the locker room too i saw yeah. some clips and he was like he was like yeah yelling oh, at him. you suck my dick yeah <laughs> that was so funny so this team is different because with Kyrie and KD, they can win any game. Now, I'm sitting here typing this out last night, and you know, I'm going back in these seven seeds, and I'm trying to prove that the Nets are actually a title contender compared to these old seven seeds. I don't really know if they are, though, because while and I and I had this realization while I was doing this. Yeah, Kyrie is unbelievable, and he seems to be on a mission in yeah. this series, specifically when they're in Boston. KD is unbelievable. But after that, I mean, yes, you have Seth Curry, and he started the game okay and then completely disappeared, but he's still coming back from this injury. You have Andre Drummond. That's your fourth best player right now. Who yeah. After Andre Drummond, they can't get rebounds. Al Horford looked like 2017 Al Horford yesterday. I think he had 20 points and like 15 rebounds. He was dominating because it's after Drummond, it's like Nick Claxton, and then it's like then it's KD. And that's yeah. another reason why I think this series is just – a, a kind of a disaster for the Nets because Katie, like, especially throughout that whole game, they were it was so physical. Like when he was coming off screens, they had guys bumping him, Marcus, J- Jason, Jalen, bumping him so physical that like it's gonna wear him out over the course of mm-hmm. a series. And unless Ben Simmons comes back, that's gonna be the X factor. And I get it; he hasn't played basketball in a year, and how's he gonna come back? Can if he can just give them ten minutes, twelve minutes of defense. I think that'll help with anything because after Huge. Kyrie and KD, it's just a disaster. It's yeah. just a, the rest of the roster is a disaster. Now think about them matched up against the Bucks. I don't think there's a single way that they win that series. No, and against the Heat, when I watched the oh, Heat yesterday no, and their defense, yeah. oh my god, that talk about physical. Like that's I, I had a, a little bit of a realization. I haven't really taken the Heat very seriously as a one seed and like as a real contender. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I've told myself if. T- Tyler Hero was the is your go-to scorer like down the stretch like that's a that's a dicey situation yeah. to be rolling into the I don't playoffs. Know. They got with. a lot of scorers though. A lot of sc- scorers, a lot the Struce guy and Gabe Vincent are good spot-up shooters and then Jimmy is just a dog and they're starting PJ five. PJ is a dog and Bam is like, has defense. Yeah, and Kyle Lowry is is there too. You're talking Bam. about Bam huge on defense the defense is insane like what they were doing to trey yesterday and the way they fly and communicate and talk and like kyle lowry in the playoffs is such a good like defender to have because he's just you know he's everywhere he's he's very cp ish yeah he's a huge guy to have on the bench even yeah like for sure it's huge for a series now will you try to explain to me that you call yourself a fan of the nba (laughs) and and yet, when we have what might be the best 7-2 matchup in our lifetime, a series that we were excited for all week, there's more than one casting game. reels. There's more than one game. All right? And on top of that, it's different. It's different now for me. I, I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm not going to miss a Suns game. 
I'm focused. Like before. <laughs> what do you mean you're focused? <laughs> before, I would watch every single series between every every team because the Suns weren't even in it. I didn't I didn't had nothing to watch for really. I just watch for me loving basketball, but now it's now it's different for me. Now it's like I don't even really need to watch these games. Like I've already seen all these teams. I already know how they play. I don't have to guard them or anything. I'm focused. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't um now now that you're not in the playoffs, now you can watch everyone and like just love love If the Lakers the basketball. Were, had gotten the 8th seed and were playing you guys last night, I would have been watching that game still yesterday at 12:30. I guess. And the Bucks Bulls game turned into I mean I was saying all week that, and I still think that maybe a good bet would have been Suns Bucks to both sweep. I think you could have, could have gotten in at like six to one. Mm-hmm. The Bulls made that game competitive. Yeah, Com- it was a. They could have won. They could have easily won the last two or three minutes. And got away from them, but Milwaukee after the first quarter they were shooting like sixty percent in the first quarter, and then they just tumbled. I think with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, they both had scored three points. And two points in the fourth quarter. Like everyone Jeez. just turned into bricks, bricks, bricks. And then Vooch actually started. Vooch scored like 12 straight in the third quarter or something like that. And then it's so hard to watch Alex Caruso play very good. He played so well yesterday. I know. His defense in the fourth. And it was just whoever it was, Chris Weber, like, man, guess and guess who was in it? Guess who was in that play again? Alex Crusoe. And he like gets He's a everywhere, steal. Dude. He hit a three. He threw a couple of lobs. He's just everywhere. And you know what we could have really used this year? A guy like that. Alex Crusoe, yeah. yes, for nine million dollars. It's ridiculous, dude. He's he's everywhere. He's he's like on a team. I don't think he can be he could, I guess, but I think he's your perfect six man. Like your yeah. absolute perfect six man. He's your sixth man who finishes games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that was insane. And then uh okay, no, we'll get we'll get into that even uh, a little later. I wanted to I've got I wrote down some overreactions to you, and then that'll just kind of let us recap what that weekend was. The Heat should be the favorites in the Eastern Conference. It's it's very very close between them and the Bucks to be honest. I just think that the Bucks with with Giannis and their playoff experience like they're just they're just dogs, dude. I don't They kind of have I the bodies think... to throw at Giannis though. With PJ throwing PJ into that group too is like and he was hitting his corner threes when he's hitting his corner threes he actually becomes like a valuable yeah. player on the floor. But like I don't know. It was just hard to watch that defense yesterday and not go like, man, this is gonna get you get them through series. I, I still I still wouldn't pick them over the Bucks. I'm saying this and I wouldn't yeah. pick them over the Bucks. But like I said, I wasn't really taking them, I think, as seriously as I should have. And I think I was dis Jimmy and Trey got into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. For no reason. It was all yeah. Jimmy like was just being a douche. Yeah. Like I love watching them because I love seeing the guys who just who love the game. Yeah. But he's also kind of just a douche sometimes. Yeah. And he's in his playoff mode. He's he's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. 
they're just a bunch of dogs. And Duncan, and I forgot about Duncan Robinson Dude, too. He was splash. Oh my gosh, I forgot about it. Tyler Hero didn't even play well at no, all. Really? Not even remotely. No. So and the de- the de- it was just the defense. I, I I came out of that and I was like, holy fuck, that was insane. I think that's gonna be four or five games max. Yeah, for sure. The Warriors are the biggest threat, including the Eastern Conference, to the Suns winning the title. They just don't match up well enough. They don't. Who's Garden Book? Well, no, uh, this is more of them versus all these other teams, not so much against the Suns. I mean, no, dude, the Bucks. I mean, you think the the Bucks are Bucks are by far the toughest. I would even I would even put Heat, Bucks, Heat, Golden State. Really? Like, dude, you watch their defense too. That team plays very well as a team on defense. I just like got that's that's the scary part to me is very very good team defense. That's what scares me. I think I read that it was the first game the Warriors the first playoff game the Warriors had with Steph, Clay and Draymond in like over a thousand days watching them against the Nuggets in what was never really a close game. No. And not in a series that I thought would be close, but Jokic has been so damn good. That I still thought they'd steal a game, maybe two, and they still might. Yeah, but to see them on the floor, Clay was moving around really well. He hit. Th- there was a little stretch where he hit two or three threes, like over this two-minute span. Jordan Poole, and if you were wondering what my issue is with oh, these finalists, okay, 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 we will Don't, get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But Jordan Poole is fantastic, dude. He's amazing. He's amazing. Fantastic. He's Steph amazing. is still coming back. And the fact that Steph, it looks like, can just... I mean, he came off the bench yesterday. He told, Did he really? Yeah, he told Steve, like, hey, because like, I'm just coming back. I'm kind of on a minutes thing. Like, I don't want to throw off the groove or whatever. Like, just let me come off the bench and I'll get my I'll get my run in. Obviously, would have finished the game Yeah, if it was needed. So, allowing him to kind of come back and work his way back. And now I get Draymond, who looks really good. He was all over the place on defense. I got Clay, who's in clay mode, who you can tell just feels so happy to be back. Yeah. Jordan Poole and Steph. It's a playoff team. It's it's giving me old Warriors vibes that they're just yeah. going to, like, if Steph, it's weird. Steph is actually an X factor, I think, because since the first month, which I think he still doesn't get enough credit for the start of the season, because the struggling that the Warriors had towards the end of the season, luckily, was cushioned by their really good start when they were challenging the Suns for that one seed for the first mm-hmm. two, two months or whatever. That if Steph gets hot, yeah. Um, where's I'm, my camera? Where's my camera? Watch out! If I'm, wor- Steph gets I'm worried. Hot. I'm worried about Steph getting hot. But yeah. then again, we just we match up really good against that team. I feel like. Like we got, we got bigs, we got those pest guys like Jay Crowder and stuff that throw off Draymond a little bit, and then so he can't pass the ball as good as he usually does with Steph and Clay and Jordan Poole and guys like that. We disrupt that a little bit, and Mikel's taken one of their guys off the floor pretty much. Yeah, I just feel better against them than I do against a Heat team that's just got one through five dogs and then six seven and eight puppies one one through five scorers yeah one through five defenders uh not really but 
But at least almost the guys who aren't like scorers, like yeah. are at least guys who can catch and shoot. They've got yeah, catch and yeah. shoot guys and a great coach. So, did you catch any of the T Wolves Grizz game on Saturday? I did. Holy shit! I did. That yeah. is gonna rival. Here, here's talk about one a seven thing. Too. Here's one thing that we need to discuss. I know me and you had our Lamelo's clearly number one thing, but it's kind of coming back at us. Whoever whoever told you Ant was the guy. JD. Shout out JD. JD. Listen, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be... I actually thought about this over the weekend. I think w- this is going to be like an over the 10 years... Oh, yeah. Like this is going to be a thing. Yeah. And guys who get drafted into the same class, it just ends up being a thing, getting compared yeah. to each other. And I think they're both just fantastic. Oh, yeah. But... I can't disagree that when I watch Ant now, like some he's just got he he's an X factor. He's a problem, dude. dude. He's he's just oh he's so good His on confidence. As a is yeah. Oh my insane. god, insane. He goes to the basket like he's LeBron. And I remember when he came out that his shooting was kind of in question. He shot yeah. really bad at Georgia from three, yeah. but I mean that comes and goes. But the tools he has at what twenty one. Okay, but I think Lamelo's tools are better. Like overall, he has more tools. Well, that's what that well that's what I was gonna say was like the tools he has. Like you can improve upon those. Like yeah, why was I preaching to the choir? Don't trade Brandon Ingram. Don't trade Brandon Ingram because some Laker fans were not happy with his incons- inconsistent play over his first three years. Bro, he was 19, 20, and yeah. 21. Yeah. Give the guy some time to get used to. Like, now, why is Jason Tatum taking this MVP leap? It's not because his game has really changed. It's just the ability to be more consistent over the course of a season and yeah. then being able to be relied upon every single night for 28, 7, it's and just, 6. It's just a, those young guys. Yeah, it's dude. you got to build up your, yeah. your body. A lot of times their body can't even handle it. You're going from a college when you're playing, what, 30 games in college? 35 yeah. games if, if you include the tournament to now you're playing 82 also, against most, grown-ass men? Most of those guys are putting on 20, 25, 30 pounds in their first two years. Yeah, so then that's what scares me about Ant. Yeah. He's already got the body yeah. of a specimen at 32. Yeah. So... I mean, LeBron didn't even have that body when he was 20. LeBron was a lot skinnier. So he gives me fucking like when I'm watching him like, holy. He's just when he's on the floor offensively, he's just dominant. Like, So do you think do you think they actually have a chance to win this series? Because I don't know if this is. We'll talk about that during our (laughs) predictions. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Because Towns is great. And Towns mm-hmm. is also kind of like KD has turned into this kind of like villain mode the last two years. And it's actually made me kind of like him more because I like the villain role in all these yeah. sports. The guys who make it really juicy. And Towns has kind of turned into that too. Yeah. Like, although he didn't have a very great game. No, it was a better game though than because he had a just a disastrous play in a game. I mean, there is his, his basketball but, awareness is so, so bad for but a it's guy kind who's of been in the, the league perfect, that long. Now, whether or not he ends up, it ends up being a problem. Because pretty quickly, everyone has to realize Ant is the one on this team. Like, that's how it should be. I mean, D'Lo knows. We got to get D'Lo out of there. I like him there. No, he's so cancerous. I know he had a good playing game, but, like, if you just look at... First of all, he did not have a very good game one. And he just takes so many... 
bad shots. He does. Like, and he, so and he many, takes like so many contested like contested, floater things. He'll take a step back deep two that's like yeah. two feet inside the three-point line. And I just don't really like him with the t- – again, it's nice for the games when he is on. But like with Ant, I just want a point guard who's a dog on defense and who can – like honestly, Pat Bev. Yeah, like that's the type of player I would like a guy who's a little more of like a, a floor general than Pat Bev and can kind of I would like get a, Ant in his spots. Caruso there, Caruso exactly. Yeah, exactly. Even a fucking DJ Augustine I would like next to there. I just don't yeah. like that type of style of play. But D'Lo might win them a game in the series too. Mm-hmm. So Towns is, eh. I don't know if that's really the two next to that number one in Ant. But I also love Malik. I love. I even like fucking Jared Vanderbilt and Jaden yeah. McDaniels. Those guys. Yeah. McDaniels is good. I. I don't think. No, no. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't think. I still think it's a six, six, a six game series. I think the Grizz will come out and they'll play much better tomorrow. Do you think Zion has played his last game for the Pelicans? For sure. Why he, is he not playing? They. I think that. I don't know, dude. I see some stuff on Twitter, and it I can't it tell makes me who's... think. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm like seeing like differing opinions on Twitter, where it's like the franchise is saying stuff like, "Oh, he's not ready. Oh, he's not in shape." And then I see stuff that's like, "Zion isn't wanting to play. Zion doesn't want to play there." Like, I don't. I don't really know. I feel like Zion, I, I, and I want I... to know because I want to know if I don't like him. <laughs> well. I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's Zion. I feel like Zion wouldn't let these clips of him. I feel like he wouldn't be throwing down three sixty dunks if, like, if it were him saying, like, Nah, I'm just not feeling right enough to play still. Well, I mean, and like the team's like, We want you to play, and he's like, Nah, I'm just like, I, I like, I just don't feel ready. And then I'm gonna go come out here and throw down a three sixty windmill. That doesn't seem to make sense. Like, it seems to make sense to me that he would do that and he would throw down these dunks and put and they'd be floating out there saying like look guys i can play it's it's them that don't want me to play but also and I, but i also think he would just say that yeah and also why are the players not pissed off why are the players not tweeting things i mean cj had his kind of thing at the all-star break I where it's like I'm i haven't even not playing i haven't even talked to him yet yeah because that game i mean if he was in he's that game, game last changer. night yeah it would have game changer. at least been more competitive yeah so i i like and if he has played his last game, does that mean he gets moved? Is he going to be the first player to turn down his rookie extension, which is a guaranteed two hundred mil? Probably, dude. But I don't it, think he wants but to play should there. Should he, given his already injury concerns? No, because he should want to play there, dude. They are a seriously good team. Without him, imagine them with him. Yeah, why doesn't he want to play I, there? I don't get it. I I really don't understand what's going on there. They probably have a better team. Well, no, they, they, I guess they gave Anthony Davis. They had that one Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo team that beat yeah. the, the um, swept the Blazers. So that I guess they he had that talented team. But I mean, over the course of years, AD eventually just didn't have the. But even AD was at least there for five, six years. Yeah, like you've played one season, dude. One season. I don't get it, dude. I really, I really want to know what's going on with him, because it, it something's not making sense to me, like. Even if he's a little overweight, wouldn't you just be like, I don't really care. I want to at least give the minutes I can to my team. And as a franchise, wouldn't you be like, 
well, we have a guy here and we need him to play as much as he possibly can. Like, or else you're just done. It's really confusing. And I'm hoping that after they get bounced, we'll get the the leaked report from somebody that offers a little more of an explanation. Okay. Give me your first team All-NBA. You have it pulled up because I don't even remember. You got to remember your first team. I don't remember who I had at one spot. Okay. I think everyone... Oh, no. Oh, that's your MVP. Okay. I thought you I thought you broke the rules and you put Jokic nope. and Embiid both nope. on it. No. Nope. Okay. Um, All-NBA first team. You have Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. I think there's no arguing with that. We have the same except... I think what what I what I would do with a and obviously if I had an actual vote if I was a real part of the media I wouldn't know what to do because I kind of like the idea when you have these guys at the same position like Jokic and Embiid of if you really feel it's like neck and neck of giving one the MVP and giving the other first team All NBA it's a way to kind of reward both and I guess so I don't. That's what I would have done. I actually have... Um, I, I can understand that, at least. I have Embiid. I have the same other than I have Embiid on first team. Also because who gives a fuck? I like Embiid more. And I have Jokic as my MVP. Second team, you have John Morant, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, and Embiid. Mine's the exact same other than Jokic and Embiid flipped. And third team, <laughs> you have Chris Paul, Trey Young, Pascal, Braun, and cat i felt i felt wrong leaving jimmy out of that but and oh, I don't i'm even, just fine i don't even like jimmy out of that I, I don't know dude the tough one for me was donovan are we get we're, are we no. giving a little donovan fatigue no. see why he's, why do you have that look he's he's just not the same what like last year last year he was he was like a step above even i he was super close neck and neck with book the last like two years like, so he averaged he was, 26 he points, five assists, four rebounds. He just hasn't – he has uh, – and how many, how many games has he played? 67. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, I think he's just stuck. I think this is why Donovan's going to be a Nick next year is because he's just stuck in Utah. I feel like we don't give him any of, like, the love. Like, where would that Utah team be without Donovan? In the trash. In, in the in the trash. So like, and I didn't put him in there. So like, I'm not sitting here saying it's yeah. too blasphemous. But I don't know. I I think he gets a little bit uh, overshadowed, and I think it's a, almost a, a little bit of a reverse effect with Trey Young because they were extremely disappointing. Yeah. Especially, I mean, halfway through the season, they were saying, "Man, the regular season, after the playoff, like we're just a little bored." You're bored. You made yeah. one run to the conference finals. You've done absolutely yeah. nothing, and you guys have a good team. So why yeah. you got? Come it's, on, it's a pretty similar team to last year. So yeah. I don't get what's going on with no. them. No, and but if anything, it should be the Suns effect, where like um, continuity yeah. and a run, yeah. you should be better. Yeah, but, but Trey's but been Trey's Trey's good, dude. He's he's been better. He's a difference maker. He's for sure a difference maker for that team. And I just I don't like Trey. But I like the villain thing again. Yeah, in I that playing game, the in that thing. playing game, when yeah. he had thirty-four, or whatever, in the second yeah. half, like all the fans are giving him a standing O, and he's just, I know, but I it love was, it, dude. And, and it could almost maybe not be a worse team for him to be playing than the Heat because yeah. it's just literally 
guy and guy and guy that they can throw at him yeah. and just physical and like in the playoffs you can push you can push guys a lot more it's kind of the Steph thing yeah. over the years and that, especially with a little guy like trey yeah it, he, it, he hurt his ankle already a little a bit again yeah. so but pascal's another one where it's like i didn't yeah, want to put so him on close. there yeah but then yeah. you look at his numbers i that's what i did i i looked at his numbers and it's just a step above jimmy and i feel like he's just a difference maker for his team a step more above jimmy i feel like in that heat team it's Bam. Bam's it's, the it's most Bam. valuable guy. Bam. Bam's the guy, and then it and then it kind of honestly isn't Jimmy as a, their second guy. Well, like realistically, it is. Tyler. But Tyler Hero yeah. is is like a guy for them. He's he's their scorer. Even uh, what's his name? Lanky shooter. He's he's getting he's getting buckets over there, dude. Like they they have a team. Like it's a whole it's a whole thing. But with that, with the Raptors, I mean, they got a good team, but I feel like Siakam is just such a bigger difference maker than Jimmy is right now. I think if Bam would have played um, maybe five, ten more games, then I, 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 I would have been tempted to put LeBron as my forward and then put Bam as my four and then put Cat because, yeah. because I wanted to put Bam on there too because he is also... I mean, so I know the numbers good. aren't like stupid. It's like, but it's like nineteen and eleven and like four, and it's just a reliability, especially on defense. Yeah, he's taken a leap that I think we're gonna see over the course of these playoffs. Like, oh, I think casual people mm-hmm. who would think Jimmy's the best player on that team are gonna watch and go, oh, Bam is the best player on this team for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, no, I think next year he's very good. Yeah, for sure, and All NBA. Um. Okay, so then All-NBA defensive first team. You have Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Mikhail Bridges, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert. Felt weird leaving Thibault off of there, but I just think Drew's... Thibault's, I yeah, think, you what, maybe Drew's put on... Is is he a guard or a forward? He's a guard. So you would put him over, I guess, Drew, Drew. not over Marcus. But So we had Marcus, Mikhail, and Rudy get announced yesterday for All-Defensive or for uh, DPOY finalists why do you why are you shaking your head i just i think bam's better defensively this year than rudy i'll say it i think he is why he just leaves way more of an impact on defense in my in my eyes i don't know did rudy not lead the league in blocks again i don't think so i think i did see even if he did he's bam can guard three through five like he's he's different He's different. He can move with those guys. Like those those small forward, even shooting guards, he can move with them. I, have you ever seen when Rudy switches onto a guy like Book? It's it's over from or there. Or CP. It's, CP it's over. Loves playing yeah. them and getting switched onto yeah. It's it's immediately over. Bam can play defense outside of the paint. I just feel like he's he's different. Yeah, and I think I read um, that Bam has 50 more stocks, steals, blocks combined. 50 more than anybody. Yeah, he's he's different, dude. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't he's agree. Just, he's just so more of a m- more of a weapon, which I don't blame you for. But you'd probably say Mikhail should win for sure. And and on my list, I will say, I I tried to be not biased as possible, and some of them hurt. Some of them hurt writing down, but 
I, I did it as non-biased as I possibly could. I still think Mikhail's if by Mikhail, far the best defensive player in the league. If Mikhail won, I read he would be the shortest player to win Defensive Player of the Year since G- Gary Payton 26 years ago. Yeah. The only other one that's even close is Kawhi when he won it a couple times. Can't argue with it, and it would be cool to see him win it. Um, Again, I think it's him or Marcus Smart, though. He can guard one through five. Yeah. So can kind of Marcus, though, weirdly. Yeah. Marcus. Not is, as well because Marcus of the length. So good. But almost, it's almost it's almost as impressive, if not more impressive, that because he doesn't have the length that he yeah. can still. He's just so strong. He's so good. Dude. And talk about a guy who, like, again, in the playoffs when you watch, and he's just, he'll literally cut off a hand in order to, like, win a game. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would agree. All defensive first team. Um, Rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, and that's in order. Scotty looked fantastic Dude. before he sprained his ankle. He had like 15, 8, and 8 or whatever, and he was he was the best player on that Raptors team for a lot of that yeah. game, and he gets hurt. I think that him and Evan Mobley would be super close. Like Just the, the impact that those guys have on your team are so close. But Evan's just, crazy. Just Evan Mobley having Evan's missed crazy. quite a few games yeah i gotta put scotty at that number one yeah he's he's a lock in my eyes and i and and i still think Cade might end up being the best player out of him like like it could he be could be he, he has the tools he has the potential the he second half i think post all-star break he was 15 9 and 6 or whatever like he was really good yeah and uh for just a horrible team and also he's in detroit so we're not giving him proper yeah. love yeah we gotta play that into effect but Still, I just think Evan Mobley and Scotty are just a uh, just a little step above them. So you have Miami in five. I think that Trey can definitely win one game. Like that team, that game was close-ish, kind of, and that's with Trey shooting right zero yeah. for eight from three, one for like fourteen. Yeah, they're also it's just after Trey. It's like cause John Collins is banged up. They didn't have Capella. They were getting abused. Yeah. It's like, you got to rely on Herder. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think they could steal a game. Raps in seven. Now, does that change now that Scotty? It does. Yeah. It does for sure. Now that Scotty's hurt. But if if Scotty can get back in there. So that's interesting. But I, I, I watched that game. And, and first of all, Tyrese Maxey. Hot fucking Donna. Yeah. He's so good. Holy dude. shit. 36 points yeah he's a guy i think he's a guy for sure it was the, the first league's time in good there, hands with dude, these young oh guys my god four guys that dropped yeah. 30 plus over the weekend that and, are 22 and, or younger yeah. oh, jesus murphy they're so good it's so fun so to fun have to the combination of those and then like still like the kd staff yeah, yeah, Giannis, yeah. these like established guys yeah but harden didn't even play well Mm-mm. if we're gonna get 70 percent of that from tyrese oh yeah I, I just don't bank on him having 35 every game. No, but do you see James playing better? Better, then, but not. And then Joel being Joel, Joel. against Toronto. I see Joel being Joel. Rob, but but still, I think I think that that Raps game it, or that Raps team is just better overall, dude. They're dogs. So then today's a must win for them. them. Yeah, because you can't go down 2-0. No. You're not going to win no, four I, out of. No, I think I think they win it. Five and four out of six. I think they win it. Um. With Scotty Barnes out, that's a that's a tough blow yeah. to a team that's like. Oh, and now you're on the Bucks and four bandwagon, huh? You were just ro- crit- roasting me for that the other day. What did I say? I said that I thought Suns and Bucks would be a good combination, like to bet on both sweeping. 
You're like, oh, the Bulls. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in them. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, Boston in six. I'll tell you what. I didn't say it at the beginning of that. What What did you think about that first? What the little seven seed thing? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I just think that Boston is just a way better overall team. The Nets needed that game yesterday. Yeah, that was the one. If they like if they would have came out of that they play that hard, if they would have been up one zero with KD playing like shit. Kyrie sticking it, it to the Boston so much crowd. More. You steal home court. Yeah. And you're still waiting on Ben Simmons. Like, maybe now the Celtics are getting that, like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, oh. The, all the, the pressure is and, on and them. Instead, instead now that they're com- now they're going to come into this next game, like, we got it. I mean, yeah, yeah, must win for the Nets yeah, this next we, one. We got it. And if they even it up, yeah, maybe. And I actually think, I think KD is going to come out and. Yeah, I think he's going to do dirty things. I think KD is going to have some X rated content. Yeah. On TV but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that Celtics team is just a little better overall. And Suns in four. Uh, yeah. Jazz in six over the Mavs. That's just with Luka. Yeah, I think it, dude, it might be four or five with no Luka. I, I mean, it's just. A, I just, I just, I see him coming back, even if he's not at full potential it, once it, they're it, down. It like, looks like he's not playing this next game, is what I read no, last night. Yeah, he's he's for sure not playing this next game. I think so I fucked. see that they're. I see that they lose. Can we stop saying calf strain? It's Achilles. Yeah. When it's a calf strain, it's a pre Achilles injury. Yeah. So like to think that he's just gonna come back. I think he would, dude. I think he would. I think he. I think loves... he might try, but it's honestly terrifying. I yeah. feel like if he comes back, he might tear his Achilles, and then we don't get to watch him next year it's, either. It's a, the whole Kobe thing. Just it's keep like him, keep him out. When Kobe was playing forty-five minutes a game, if they don't win this next game, just keep him out. If you're down two zero, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The Warriors... That's the weird one to like predict, just because we don't know. Yeah, and the Jazz, you're just waiting for them to kind of fall apart because yeah. they seem they seem like the team that maybe is most likely to like good team that blows it up this mm-hmm. offseason something broody like maybe donovan starts to force his way out i see a bunch of rudy and him not getting along stuff yeah still and then yeah. they always try to sugarcoat it yeah with like oh they're actually yeah they just had lunch together yeah and they they, they, they always say something like also who would be friends with rudy who's gonna yeah. be friends with a seven foot french guy yeah and he's a douche yeah yeah he's, he's un- such a he's douche unlikable um, Warriors and six, I agree. Clark, Minnesota. <laughs> I think so, dude. In six, I think so. Why? Overreaction central, it, it, dude. I know, I know. I I did this for little, the content, little, little for the content. <laughs> but I just I don't know, dude. That team is a dog. <laughs> that team is a dog, dude. And if ant if ants like. If Ant plays anything like that, and you have your guys like D'Lo putting up a, a decent amount of points, he's passing the ball well, and Cat actually plays good. Is it weird that I like Patrick Beverly? I like him so much more as a Timberwolf. I, I still hate him. Yeah. I still hate him. But he's definitely jumped out of my top three most hated. Yeah, it's going to be, God, it's going to be such a good series. My pits are kind of sweating. Mine too. I was a little nervous. We kind of got into it though. We kind of got into a little bit of yeah. the groove. One thing I do want to say though, for sure, is just because it's playoffs right now and we're so stoked on basketball, like I am very stoked being a Suns fan that hasn't seen a playoff run besides last year in 
10, 15, 20 years, whatever. I'm obsessed with basketball right now, but this isn't only going to be about basketball. We're right. not just diving into stats and everything. Yeah. So it's for, for all the audience that isn't here for basketball. We're don't gonna worry. We're going to be stuff. talking heavy baseball pretty soon. <laughs> heavy baseball. AL Central this year, wide open. Wide open. White Sox, Royals, Twins. I don't know. I'd rather talk F1. Tigers look okay. I want to get into F1. I kind of do too. I really want to watch that Netflix show. And I guess they're doing something in golf like that. Like they were filming the Masters, like with a bunch of behind mm-hmm. the scenes cameras and stuff. And Netflix is going to make like a documentary. Basically, I think it's to try to like get, get us invested in. into the people, yeah. into the actual golfers, since nobody cares outside yeah. of Tiger. I, I liked your idea. Like if anyone's watching this and you have any funny, any things you want us to talk about ideas segments shoot us some ideas yeah and also we're gonna have some ideas come out where everyone else can be involved yeah where yeah you guys can submit a video eventually i i i thought i had achieved the goal of trying to get my laptop to, to hook up to here so i can play it through the audio that's turning into a little bit of a fiasco so but we'll get there too um yeah, yeah. I also I got multiple suggestions. Hannah said that it would be a good idea to start a TikTok page and put some clips out on there. For sure. I know it's super weird. Um, it feels really uncomfortable, like posting things and like acting like this is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Because it's I, not. I get it too. And it's like, um, but I want to treat it like it is because. Yeah. I mean, A, there's a small chance that it does turn into, but like if anything, I want to, like I've always said, just like gain the scales of that. But there's some type of like imposter syndrome, I guess, where it feels kind of fraudulent. But I think that's just something I got to get over. I was going through that a lot yesterday. I was like, 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 like what, like part of like, what am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. well, it's just like, not only are we just having fun. But you're you're gaining skills and things that actually matter. Yeah. From doing this. And you're gonna be better on mic. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. I think I, I like I hope those monologues turn into something better and I hope I don't know, a lot of a lot of the times it feels like I'm <laughs> like we were talking at the beginning. I think I'm secretly very unhappy. Yeah. And even though I, I put on a, a happy face, I think to most people. But um, it's tough. It's tough to not think like that what I'm doing. And I hate that I have to, you know, I, I kind of wanted to say this on here because I, I feel like if I say it on here and it's recorded and then if I keep it in and I post it, it's going to hold me accountable. But um, But I hate that I feel like I've had to rely on whether it be smoking or more smoking (laughs) like pretty much if i'm being honest in order to get myself out of my head to not think that what i'm doing is just crazy like yeah but everyone thinks it's crazy until it happens true so then like why do i think that i can do it because it's very possible for you but then I say, is it? I mean, probably not this podcast, but things that you're actually doing 
Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, my school is, it's almost 60K, 60 grand. Yeah. Like, that's absurd. Am I going to get out of this thing and then just think that it was all a huge mistake? No way, like, dude. I go through that a lot. And, and, I, and I look at my family. You know, I, I booked Reed. Mr. Reed to be my first interview mm-hmm. um, for something else that I'm working on. And uh, when, when he asked me, like, oh, is, is this for that program? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Dan Patrick's school sportscasting, kind of. And he just goes, man, he's like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, you need just more guys like that in your corner. This this is a legit thing, dude. It's not, It's not like some classes you're just taking online to like fuck off and spend money it's you're you're getting somewhere and like not only when you're finished does like your program help you obtain what you want but like it's legit it's legit as it comes for what you're trying to do yeah i just need to get out of my own head and I hate that I feel like I have to smoke to do that. We just pod. Hmm? We'll just pod more. Yeah. How do you go? I think like a problem with it is that I'm so I'm so scared of failing. Yeah, me too. And I don't even know what that means because I, like what is failing? Like, yeah, is it because like you have to fail in order to like grow at something like if there's one thing I know I don't want to do, it's it's fucking work nine to five, five days a week. Now, why do I not want to do that? I think it's secretly because now we're getting we're getting a little deep here. I think it's because. I don't think I'm going to have a family one day. If we're getting deep. Yeah, I think that um, that I'm not going to have a family (laughs) and that I'm not. And like this, like sounds stupid and crazy, but like both times when I've been in a relationship, I've I think the reason I get so like I I go, I fall so hard so fast, Mm -hmm. which is a problem. Grace and I, should I say names? I'll I'll bleep it. Um, We were basically living together almost immediately. And when that ended for about a year, dude, I was like fucked up because I was like, oh, there there goes my one shot. And like, that makes no sense. Yeah. But I think I grew up in this household where the way our family was run, it was so dysfunctional and honestly hateful and that I, I, that I, I can't wait to be a husband. I can't wait to be a dad. I can't wait to do all these things to do it differently. To do it the right way. And I, and I, I think that every decision I make every day is is affecting that down the road and that makes me think that what i do today is not good enough and that if i fail today there goes my chance so then i no, I don't dude. have this one relationship and i go oh there it is you're gonna look back on that and be like oh my god and then I the was, first i was 20 the first and i, I know and then i tell that i say that to myself and i hear other people on like pods or whatever talking about their early 20s and how yeah. stupid that was to think like that and and then and then i get talked into just going downtown when i don't want to and that's when i happen to walk into a bar and then that's when i meet and we'll bleep it out but 
And then it, th- that's what is, oh, okay. Like you do get over this stuff. Yeah. You do get over it. So like, I just have to like trick my brain into thinking that more often because, because I, I go dark, dude. I get dark Me too. in my head a lot. That's why I go fishing for 12 hours a day because like, I don't think about that stuff when I'm out there. It's like my only outlet. It's like the only thing that makes me stop thinking like that. And if I just sit and, in my room and like hunting. Yeah. And hunting, just being out in the woods completely alone all day long. Like I love it. Like it's like my only two outlets. But do you ever feel like that keep is like, like I, that's a lot healthier outlet than yeah. mine. But do you ever think like you're doing that to escape anything? For sure. But because I, you I have a little a bit of a way. like social anxiety type too. Yeah yeah it's definitely not helping with that i'll say that it's for sure not helping any of my social issues but it it helps me to like regain focus on like what i'm actually trying to do in my life and like i don't know if that i i don't really care about the rest to be honest like it sounds like i'm lying i just don't care about like having having a girl having a big group of friends i'm cool with my homies that i got now i'm cool just chilling doing my thing i don't know but and i start I think, to learn about when you get older you start learning about your family and their history and some characters and stuff and 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 i start to like if i'm being honest with like the smoking thing dude other than when i was trying to get hired for costco a couple years back and had to so i could pass a test i can't think of three or four days i've gone without yeah without it and it's and it's because i in that tiny little window i can escape i can escape it got really bad when i moved back here because when i moved down to boise it was like i was taking a step and i'm like i'm moving out i'm living on my own now i'm going to school now i got a real job and then I came back and I came back because I'm starting this program, but I, I needed to come home to like at least for a year or so to like save up some money. So I wasn't just totally crippling, crippling myself. I can have a base to start school with. I can then keep paying as I'm going along the way and I can at least exit school, not drowning in, yeah. in debt. I, I'm still having a tough time staying above water, but not drowning. And then I'm coming back home and the home that I have to come back into it, it felt like I was just taking such a step back. Yeah. And then if I told myself that I wasn't doing it to get, to be closer to, I was lying because I thought, oh, I'm only an hour away. From so then I can yeah. find a way to, 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 to get her back. And then when I'm coming back, that was when um, the person who's in my life, who's the closest to me my best friend tried to take their own life and that was when like it hit me this is someone who i thought had had it all together who i thought mm-hmm. he, and, he, and he was my role model and i thought like this is who i want to be if i can be him then i'm a great person and then i learned that he is 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 going through so so many things himself for 12 years is like struggle with so many things and 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 i almost lost him and and if i and if i ever thought about you know like friends that were holding on to and derek always would say you know it's weird you're still friends with 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 
play after what some of the things she did to you and your guys' relationship. Bro, I was with her and when that happened and to think that I won't be there for them on any day for the rest of my life, like that was yeah. the worst fucking week. And that honestly from that day broke me because I was like, if this guy doesn't can't figure it out, then like how am I going to figure it out? And then now after that, when, when him and I had just really serious talks, all of these these flag signs and now I've learned about the addicts in my family. I feel like I'm an addict. I feel like I'm an addict like in limbo or like in waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I don't enjoy drinking yeah. or any of the hard shit because I feel like I if I got if I started it, it could go down a dangerous road. And yes, people say that weed isn't addictive, but I can tell you it's it addictive. Yeah. I can tell you it's psychologically addictive because I, I would be in my room in the middle of the day or in the morning and I would wake up and and I would just feel like I can't do this. I can't get through this day without mentally wanting to not be here. Yeah. And there were a, a few times where I didn't want to be here. When I was out that night, I was out on their balcony, dude. And I literally thought, like, why don't I just do it? Yeah. And, 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 and I think that everyone has those thoughts. And so many times I'll be in the middle of feeling shitty for myself. And, and then what gets me out of it sometimes but then what makes me feel shittier is like dude i don't have it bad i have it so good i have two amazing roommates i have i have you i have Ke keaton i have Derek. i i do have homies i have friends and i do have like a passion for something i'm trying but like it's this teeter-tottering of feeling like i can do it and then feeling like what the fuck dude i should just go into roofing and start my own my own roofing company yeah but dude no matter what like how you feel about that mental illness can affect literally anyone it can affect someone who has it all together say you have that job say let's say you're the perfect whatever you wanted to be like you have it all together you could still be feeling like that like it's it's just your brain's tricking you it's it happened to me for so long and like i still am affected by like mental illness for sure but it's just you you gotta i don't even know there's no like hey you gotta do this and then you'll feel better it's like you just gotta keep going through believing in yourself day by day yeah that's what i am trying to force myself because the combination of being in and uh, go, going for a job or something where it's like, it's going to take a while to, uh, you know, actually be successful. Like you, you have to take your lumps. That's why I love comedians so much because like they go through just what, 10 years of shit yeah. before they're ever actually like, making money. Yeah. And so having the the long distance view of like, what's my career going to be? What's my family going to be? How much money money am I going to make? Am I going to be secure? Am I going to be able to retire my mom? Am I going to be able to put my nieces through college? I want, my like I, like I want my family like i want to be this for everybody yeah. in my family I, I, like i'm in a way the and, and you've talked about like you feel like you're the kind of like the middle one mm -hmm. who has his hand in everyone's problems yeah. or issues and you feel like you have to hold all of that weight like i feel that too and i feel like if i i feel like i can't break but i feel like i've been trying not to break so much that i've been on the verge of breaking and it's just a day by day thing. You, I, I've tried so hard 
to like not think the ways that I do think. And obviously everyone's going to think that, especially in society today. It's like there's so much pressure to be successful at like 21, 22, 23. Like that's not realistic. Like it's it's just not. Yeah, most people aren't. Yeah. Most people aren't. And like it, it, we're going to think back and laugh at this be like, dude, we were we were in our early 20s like thinking that oh we're we're mistakes like we'll be fine you just got to think like that yeah and doing shit like this makes me happy yeah and like i guess like you said at the end of the day that's all that really matters and i think if there's anything like i i, I actually had this aha moment um keaton and i were over at and <laughs> There should be bleep. a lot of bleeps. I know. Well, three or four. Um, but we were over there, and the Deshaun Watson thing got brought up. And and we were just kind of debating it with her brother, and and then and she was kind of getting into it. And she had, like, the, the other perspective of, like, we were immediately talking about how since the criminal charges weren't dropped, he's going to be able to play, so, so who's going to trade for him? Someone's going to trade three picks for him? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and she brought up, like, a... Like it, that, it's annoying how the first instinct is to d- believe the athlete and not believe the girl. Yeah, and how you th- and and then we and when you start to kind of debate it, it's like, well, I don't also just believe the girl. I'm yeah. I'm as as Chrissy Chaos would say, I'm I'm, I'm Philly neutrals. I'm Philly mm-hmm. from Philly neutrals. I'm in the middle here. So I am about most things. And we start to get in this debate or whatever. And the way that I would argue before would be, all right, let me argue. Let me get my point out. I'm right. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you talk and I'm going to let you say, but I'm, but that's only changing. so that I can talk again to then yeah. tell you why you were wrong and why I'm right. Yeah. And in the middle of this kind of dancing, that's what I like calling it now. What I heard Dax call it instead of arguing, it's just let's dance. You want to dance? Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of it. And instead of getting pissed, I like got like pumped. I got happy. I'm like, Oh, I haven't thought about this. This is like a different perspective. And now I can actually take that in and kind of like see from that other perspective. Mm-hmm. And that actually made me like re- think about the situation differently. I think that's why I want to start this other thing stuck in the middle, unfiltered. Let me know what you think the name should be. Unfiltered. That's what most people think. Stuck in the middle. I just like though. Because like you himself. don't like Phil. Yeah. I don't like Phil. We all love Phil. Yeah. Such a bad name. Yeah. But it's, it's so. I know it's me. I know. It's you. But that's why I just want to talk to people about like the, the way they think and why they think the way they think because like clearly the way I think as we've learned over the last 15 minutes is a fucking disaster. And I don't understand how everyone else gets through these fucking I think that you'll days, realize dude. once you start talking to people that we all don't have it together. Like every person I know doesn't actually have it together. Every person that I've talked to in depth about, Who's honest about something it. like this doesn't have it together. No matter who you are, doesn't we're help. all we're all dealing doesn't with help something. living with fucking just a perfect couple who's yeah got it all set and Mikey's just gonna be killing it and be a CEO of Amazon five years <laughs> while Beth's the number one real estate agent in the Northwest <laughs> just multi million. I did hook my wagon up to the right couple. I'll say that yeah right yeah now. yeah um, you could be the chef or something. Oh dude, babysitter like yeah. I'll be you'll be I'm, cooking up something. I'm gonna be the Uncle Joey. Yeah. Uh, from full house so um okay okay uh 
I got that off my chest. Obviously, all of our people who watch, I don't want to call them fans. <laughs> Jackson hit me up last night when he watched it, and he said he was dying. And he said, uh, he was like asking how long, like how long they'll be or whatever. And he's like, dude, it felt like I was just at Hippo. <laughs> he's like, it felt like I was at Hippo. Uh, it's like so hyped for you guys. And like getting those few people that even I haven't even looked at how many people have watched the video because yeah I try to just post it and ghost it because I hate I don't want to worry know, about how many it. people how many people how many people because who, who fucking cares yeah but um it is cool to get that thing that some people liked it and yeah and obviously this isn't gonna be one of those crazy funny ones but no we're definitely gonna bounce around have different things going on yeah super stoked to have like people sending something in like that would be ideal yeah i think that's gonna be super fun and get all of our homies involved yeah and like when it comes to something else debate clubs yeah anything like that like mason hopping in mikey hopping in yeah speaking of why don't i make a quick plug um mason and i are gonna be going live on my youtube channel april 28th next thursday for the first round of the of the draft um it should be fun. Those ESPN guys suck. Like, don't watch the ESPN guys. Like, you don't if need you to do, hear. You're a bozo. Yeah, dude. Come on, listen to us. We're gonna be breaking down the picks. We're gonna have our knowledge of the of the first round picks. Like, we're gonna know what we're talking about, and we know what each team needs. And we might see some crazy trades. Who knows? A little Kyler drama this last week. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Who a big draft day trade. trade. Them away. But um, yeah. Tune in for that, guys. That's gonna be fun. We're gonna do a little uh. We're going to have a drinking game at the beginning. Mason and I are going to guess each pick of the first 10. And for every one we get wrong, shot. And it's going to be. And it's not going to be of something good. No. It's going to be of either Burnett's um, Black Velvet, which just saying makes me, my stomach cringe. Um, What else did we. Loco. Uh, Gold for Loco to keep us from having just eight shots if we're just getting them wrong. Uh, Maybe a little steel reserve action. Some old English and maybe some shitty tequila. Basically, everything that made us throw up in high school. Yeah. We're going to have, and Clark's, and we're going to be blindfolded, and Clark's going to pour it and give it to us. I've got a couple other ideas, little games we're going to play to get us through. It's going to be probably three hours, three and a half hours. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how we can go over the course of three hours, but yeah. uh, that'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah. For sure. And uh, I've hopefully a little more promo coming out for that soon so we love you all i don't really know how to end these things yeah um thanks everyone for anyone who posted our stuff yeah all the promo stuff yeah that was cool we love that and uh oh oh remember please neutral feet off the break all right we'll see you guys later Don't need time for time, waiting on nobody. Three five, I'm rolling and get my lungs right. It seems like the gunfights, fun line. Ain't no love light, all these wanna.